0: evolutionary.org hardcore 2.0 episode number one steve smiths aka steve schmi and the mobster joining me what's up buddy how you
1: doing well good i'm looking to knock this stuff out of the park with this new style hardcore so let's go
0: so this is 2.0 episode one today we're going to be talking about summer cutting cycles with Europharma. so we're going to go over one of the best, if not the best summer cut cycle. And obviously it's going to be pretty hardcore. So this is one that you're gonna love. And Europharmacies, one of the top brands in the world. They're the ones who have these three compounds that we're gonna talk about and they're fantastic. And the reason they're fantastic is the gear is top quality and the gear is clean. So let's first talk about Mobster Trenbolone Acetate, and Trenbolone is the king of all steroids. If you want to compete at the highest levels, no matter what—if it's physique, if it's bodybuilding, if it's heavyweight bodybuilding, if it's powerlifting—Trenbolone is your thing. And Trenbolone is also a fantastic cutter. And there's been guys even on a crappy diet, Mobster. Who I've seen get on trembolone and they just shred it up like you wouldn't believe. So this is one of my all-time alpha steroids. And Europharmacies <laughs> has a fantastic trembolone acetate that's as clean as can be. You'll have less of a chance of getting that trend cough. And basically, with trembolone acetate. There's trembolone acetate. There's trembolone ac- enanthate, and then there's trembolone hex. And the difference between trembolone acetate and the other two is it's a much shorter ester. So with trembolone acetate, you want to be injecting every day or every other day. You can get away with every three days, but optimally, I think every other day is the best. And overall, the trembolone acetate can really do a lot of things in your body. It messes around with your metabolic rate. It does a lot of things. It's so damn androgenic and so damn anabolic that you could literally just take Trembolone and get an incredible physique change. So, Momster, tell us a little bit more about Trembolone acetate and why we like it here as part of this summer cutting stack.
1: I'm thinking more, and funny enough, you just, you just did that bit at the end there, Steve, where you talked about it as part of the stack. First off, guys, as, as is always the case, the harsher the drug, the greater the reaction. And Trent is one of those drugs, as Steve said, with the side effects, et cetera, uh, including uh, Trent cough, where you have these particular issues. But equally, it's one of those, I think it's one of the descriptions we use in another podcast for something else, Steve, when we talked about, I think I used the phrase going turbo. It just seems to have that kind of response. Now, I think, and I've said this before, it's not a first time drug for, for most of you guys. And we're not going to be recommending massive dosages of Trenia, or indeed any of the other drugs. And it's definitely one of those things, as Steve said, and I think he'll probably agree with this, better in this situation being run with the other drugs. And again, all at moderate dosages. So the the, the reason why, and it's not from personal experience, but the reason why users say Tren is the daddy, Tren is the is the gold and they're not just referring to the color is that they get the response but again touch back on what i just said not something for a first time user not something if you're just getting now into shape and you're just doing your first cycle Oh, i'll take trend definitely see how you respond to other drugs if you're going to have problems with other drugs then trend's going to kick your ass if you're okay and you build up a certain an affinity and you feel okay on the others and then you introduce trend at sensible dosages you're going to see that magic happen and steve says i mean steve's got way more experience with the trend than i have because i've got none but obviously we talk on the forums we listen to what the other guys are saying and we know that it's just once you're serious once you're doing everything else which we're going to get into it just makes stuff happen it doesn't need to be run at a gram gram and off, or anything like that what do you think steve
0: it's definitely uh, worth a shot for you out there uh, if you've never tried tremblon before, you I mean, your experience with other steroids. So, let's say you know you want to cut ahead of the summer. I think it's a great option. So, what is what stacks good with trend mobster? So, the next one we're going to talk about on propionate, and like Trend Masteron also comes in N Now, Masteron historically has always been propionate, uh, pharma grade. They never produced anenthate, but because of Underground Labs came around and they worked their magic. And now trim, uh, now Masteron is widely available, both prop- propionate and anenthate. But in this case, we're going to stick to propionate. Uh, the shorter esters provide more flexibility to the user. It's in your system quicker. It's out of your system quicker when you come off. So you have greater flexibility to start and stop it. As you like, so this is why a lot of people like these shorter esters. Plus, we're talking summer cutting cycle, right? What is what is the? We're in a rush here. We want to look good. Summer is here. Summer won't be here before you know it. And if you you know things happen, uh, you have situations happen, and you may before you know it, the summer is over, and you're going to be like, damn, I just missed the summer, and I wasn't able to cut down. So. We don't, you know, I, why waste time? Get on it and let's do this, you know? So use the
1: shorter. Go ahead, Mark. Let me yeah. in for a second. I'm just thinking of a couple of things here. One, which I was going to touch upon later anyway, but I'll do it now. So, guys, you know when summer's coming, it's in the middle of the year, depending on what side of the world you live on. But Typically, it's in the middle of the year, June, July, August, September. And again, it moves a little around depending on where you are positioned on the planet but you know that these things are going to happen. So uh, Steve's correct in one way, which I'll get to in a second, but essentially work with your body. So bulk in the winter, rip, shred, cut in the summertime, change stuff, in my opinion, ahead of time. Now, what I was gonna ask Steve and what he can explain is the difference between, in my thinking, do I do a cut and then summer arrives Or would I, and again, as Steve says, with the flexibility, the short rest is, am I looking to do this cycle during the summer? So not only have I done the preparatory work, diet and cardio and everything else, but am I still on this cycle into the summer, into the holiday, with the possible exception if you're off to the Bahamas or the Caribbean or something like that for two weeks and you cannot take uh, certain products, shall we say, with you on the aeroplane. So what do you think, Steve? Is this something that you would run through the summer? Or is this in preparation for summer? Because that's that's quite important in my mind, especially if I'm looking to shred, get cut for a summer cycle. What do you think? Yeah, it's a good question. That's
0: why we're using shorter esters here. This gives us the flexibility to really do all of the above. So let's say you have a vacation coming up. You can run this for eight weeks, 10 weeks, even if you wanted to. But you'd, you'd see a change. You'd see by week three, week four, week five, you'll start seeing changes. So you could even do a six-week cycle of the stuff. And your form of Mastron is a fantastic one here. The reason we're adding Masteron and the reason this answers your question too, mobster, the hardness yeah. of Masteron. So obviously you use the Masteron, your muscles are going to get hard on it. You stop using the Masteron after a week or two, your muscles will no longer be hard. So you want to ahead of your vacation, definitely have that master on in your system. And then when you stop taking it, you go on your vacation and then you'll be able to get back. And then you can run your PCT when you come back because it's still going to be in your system another week or two. So that's the way I would, I would kind of structure it. And then you could take a break and then run another cycle later in the summer, if you wanted to go to the beach or go to the lake or something.
1: So so this is the thing, guys. I, I suspect Steve knows as well as I do, uh, cutting cycles tend to be run by younger guys because you're the ones that are more concerned. You're older guys too, but for the majority is going to be younger guys looking to look good on the beach, look good at the lakes, look good when you're away on holiday, sitting by the pool and wherever else. Right? And, and again, test prop, hardener, as Steve's already said, especially from PSL, great product. What you're looking for here, and we, we, we've addressed this in, again, a similar podcast where we talk about uh, test prop as a hardener, or mastron, should I say, as a hardener. Uh, you need to have shredded. You need to have cut down in order for those muscles to pop, and that's why it's a cutting cycle. But once you've done that, once the abs start to appear, once the lines and separation and the muscles start to appear from whatever winter bulk that you've got, you might not be that out of shape in the off-season. Who knows? If you're like that, then this is the stuff that's gonna make you, I mean, to put it crude, it's gonna make you look like you're made out of a rock. Make you look when those guys, especially when you're super dry and sub 10%, sub 5%, probably Steve, you're gonna have muscles that look like they're made out of granite. Now that's not gonna happen if you're 15 or 20%. It they might feel like rocks underneath that blubber, but you ain't gonna be showing anything. But when you do get that fat down, when you do put in the work and when you do diet, the hardening properties of Masteron are going to shine, as I think Steve likes to say. You're going to see that stuff, and they're going to give you that granite-like hardness. You, you won't be able to mistake that for anything else. I think the best exemplifier of that, Steve, back in the day, because he was known for it, would be probably Doreen Yates with that gnarly-looking, like someone's got a hammer and chisel on your body that's the look that you're looking for. And it's going to be definitely one of those. Again, let's as be honest. You're down on the beach guys. You're you're you've done the work. You've done the cycle. Muscles are hard as a rock. It's the one that's going to have the girls wrapping their hands around and feeling those muscles. Oh my God. What, what are you made of that kind of stuff? Steve. Isn't that what the guys are looking for?
0: Of course. Yeah. And master on- It's very, very important in this cycle to be a lower body fat before you start it. obviously. So so if you're under, if you're 14, 15% and you want to get to 11, 12%, this is good. If you're 11, 12% now, you want to get down to 8, 9%, this is good. But if you're 20%, 25% and you get on this, using Mastron is pointless because you're just going to harden up your muscle and it's going to be covered by fat. So you have to have muscle on your frame first so that you can see the muscle hardening and you have to have under 15% body fat so you can see the muscle in the first place and it's not covered by fat. So really go look in the mirror and flex your abs. Can you see your abs or can you not see your abs? That's the question. So if you run this stack and you can't see any of your abs, you may be only able to see two of your abs after it's done. If you're able to see two of your abs now, you'll be able to see four of your abs after this is done. Oh, yeah, if you're able to see nice. four of your abs, then you're going to be shredded with a six pack after this is done. Oh, so man, this is, yeah. it's, all about, it's all about expectations of taking the next step. So we're going to talk later on in the show about dieting and getting cut down before you take this stack too. But it's also important to remember Masteron does things that we may not know about. It also does a good job, job of binding to sex hormone binding globulin in the body, SHBG. So it makes the entire cycle work better in the first place. So, yes. so you know, going back, you know, to the Tremblone, the dosing, um, we're going to talk about the dosing as well after we talk about the third compound, in this case, yeah. master, which is going to be testosterone propanate. And testosterone propanate, again, We're using the short ester. Now, testosterone has a lot of esters, a lot of esters. You've got things like sussanon and omnidron, which are a blend of four esters. You've got anentate, you've got sipinate, You've got you know decanate, testosterone decanate. You've got testosterone suspension even, which is no ester at all attached to it. So there's so many different esters with testosterone. There's isocapriate, so many different ones. Uh, Testosterone, phenylpropionate. I, I, you know, keep going. I think I've named all of them off the top of my head. Um, all the main ones, at yeah, least. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then you got testosterone propane. In this case, it's got the same ester attached as the masteron, on and just about the same half-life as a tremble acetate. So you're also going to inject it every day or every other day. And in this case, we're kind of saying every other day on these and what you could do, or you could do it this way. You could inject every day but inject enough of the compounds so that it's in your system in other words we're going to talk about the dosing at the at the, uh, on the next segment but in this case if you don't want to inject you know two different injections on the same day you could do one injection on monday one injection on tuesday and then go back and do the same one on wednesday and thursday and kind of rotate that way so we'll get into the dosing shortly you understand what i'm talking about But testosterone propionate, very important. There's a lot of testosterone out there, mobster, and there's a lot of bad testosterone out there. There's a lot of poor quality testosterone. There's a lot of underdose testosterone. And I've used plenty in my time. And it, it, it really makes a difference. Once you find a good brand, it really makes a difference how you feel on a good quality testosterone. And also with testosterone propane, it's important to find a good brand where you're not getting the post-injection pain because testosterone propanate is one that's going to possibly give you a lot of post-injection pain, especially if you're prone to it like I am. So this is why I love your your pharmacies, testosterone propanate, because it's much smoother than other brands. You may still get post injection pain, but it's not gonna be as bad.
1: So mobster, tell us, yeah, jump in. I'm just gonna figure two things here, Stephen. And I'm again, agreeing with you 100%. Once you find the right, so dose product, and you want a product that contains what it says on the label. So test prop, you don't want it to be something else. And again, that's in this situation because the magic here for me is this combination of summer cutting drugs. It's this sort of cycle that we put together here for you guys. Yeah, so for pharmacies, no underdose products, and it contains what it says on the label, because especially, as I've said already, this is a magic cycle. This is one of those things where a combination of the three different drugs is going to produce that particular result. I, I could, for example, if we were doing a bulk, you could say oh, something crazy, not that I would do these particular two drugs together, but Dynabal and Anadrol, if you don't bulk on that, you're never going to bulk. On the other hand, it's two orals, and they're quite harsh. These ones, with the short resters. And, and the right dosages, which we'll get into momentarily, should produce, if everything else is equal, the perfect result. And like I said, again, using Europharmacies as a source, you're getting the right product. You're getting the right dosages. You know, this is the way that you want it to work. I mean, honestly, Steve, do you want it to be something else? And suddenly you start adding more and you're saying, what the hell's going on? And I die at some point, my training's on point, what the hell? So no, you need these things to be what they are and you go to a trusted source like EP and that's it, it's job done guys. The thinking has been done for you. You just go out there and you put in the work. I think something else, something you just touched on Steve, with regards to dosing again. And it's just a suggestion. I'm not a great fan of pinning overly frequently. So I'll probably want to keep this as a shorter cycle. And one of the things that you could do because it's about the half-life and, and plenty frequency anyway, if we're saying every other day for example well then you could do every day but it wouldn't be the same drug every day it would literally i mean you could, for example steve just as a suggestion i mean i've got mass prop down as three to four day half-life and the others as one to three days and two days so the test prop and is Tren- very very close so for example you could do one or two of these drugs on one day and then the other drug on the second day and that way you're pinning every single day but you're not pinning three drugs on the alternate days, that's just, just as a way around it, Steve, just as a way of dealing with that particular thing. Guys, maybe once you get comfortable pinning two, it's not going to be that hard as a pin three. Something else, Steve, and you might know better this than I would, would you, for example, chance mixing all these into one syringe, or would you try separately? Yeah, and so let's get into
0: the dosing and how, how you would do it. So With the Tremblone acetate, I think with the trend, anywhere for between 200 and 400 is plenty. So you can do that as a moderate cycle. Now, some guys go higher than that. But 200 to 400, I think the sweet spot overall is like 250 to 300. So somewhere in there. I've, I've always gotten really good results on 250, 300 area. And then when I've raised it to 350, the side effects just get brutal. So you can experiment with that. The nice thing about these short esters is you can kind of change the dosing as you go along. You can increase the dosing or lower the dosing. This is why professionals use these shorter esters just for the flexibility. Now, with the Masteron, if you want the, the average dosing of Masteron is about four to 500 milligrams a week. So you would use the Masteron probe. You know, overall, you'd use it somewhere between 400 to 600. Now, some guys go higher. Some guys go up to 800 or a thousand. So, let's say you know we take the average. We do about four or 500 milligrams a week. So, if you're in, if you're pinning every other day, just do the math on that. You're going to be pinning, you know, let's say 500 divided by seven. So, let's do the math on that. It comes out to about 71. So, let's say 75 milligrams a day would be 150 milligrams every other day yeah and then on the on the trembolone, if you did it every day it'd be about 40 milligrams so every other day of the trembolone, about 75 milligrams every other day so you could put you could put them definitely in the same syringe if you wanted to hit it every other day yes do you just you just kind of do the math and calculate it every other day now with the testosterone we see guys who run testosterone by itself, they'll run like 500 milligrams That's a moderate dose. But if you're stacking it like this and you want to cut down, using a lot of testosterone may not be the best idea. So you may want to use a bare minimum of the testosterone. You may only want to use, say, 150 or 200 milligrams a week. So let's say you use 200 milligrams a week, that comes out to about 28 milligrams a day. And then that would be about 60 milligrams every other day. So yeah, I mean, it's not that much. It's not as much as it, once you once you do the math, you could just put that amount into the same syringe and just pin every other day if you wanted to, or you could just do it every day, like I said uh, uh, earlier in the podcast.
1: It really oh, is like up to very quickly. Steve's practically done the work for you in terms of the math. But one of the things I said in the forum, Steve, guys, do the math. Learn <laughs> when you're at school. When you're at high school, when you're at college and whatever else, you it's one of them, can't just rely sometimes on, on, on uh, calculators in what's on your phone or on your PC or whatever else So do the math. One of the things that I would do if I was doing a summer cut and if I was doing this cycle is I would literally, and I'm making show notes even as we're talking now, so I would literally have a plan. I would say, right, I'm going to do these. What's the half-life? even allowing for the flexibility that Steve talks about with minor tweaks up and down, just to get that magic to happen. I would write this out and I would literally say, if I'm going to do every other day, calculate how much is it? And then that's it, it's a simple. I, I'm, we've even had this question come up on, on the forum against Steve talking about preloading syringe. Yeah, fine, what the hell? just change the pin on the end and stick this thing in the fridge, keep it nice, cool and dry and have it ready. You can do this. Steve, I could probably, if I was doing this cycle, I'd probably have it preloaded for a week. So I'd have two or three syringes on the go to do the every other days and I would have the right amounts in them. I would be careful as I can, not rushed, don't rush guys, and put this stuff in the syringes and get them ready. And then boom, once I'm comfortable, which I've never have been, but once I'm comfortable sticking it damn pin in, job done. Find a site, do it, all the things that I'm supposed to do. If you can meal prep, if you can plan your training, you can plan this out. And, and we're doing some of the work. Here. Steve's already done some of the numbers for you, just off the top of his head. And again, pre-prep preparation. So it would literally be right. What's my thing to do today? Uh, how much am I dosing today? Have I got the syringe ready or shall I do that now? Right, okay. Give myself five minutes, get everything set up, do it properly. And this this is the kind of stuff, it's almost like I say, when I, when I do a cycle... I specifically pick out what products I'm going to buy, what products I need specifically for my for my aims, which would typically be strength. So if I'm doing a summer cycle, I have the same thought process. What are the best drugs for me? We've given you a great cycle here from EP. Do I need to prepare them in advance? Yeah, that, why, why the hell not? Because it's just simple. I can change the pins on the end once I've drawn up what I need to draw up. These are the cheapest chips. Put that to one side. If it's in oils or alcohols, put them in either a cool dry place or put them in the fridge, bang them out, out of the cool box if that's where you keep them, guys, and boom, job done and then disposed of properly and then go out and do everything else. I mean, dosages-wise, I kind of agree with Steve. I'm always a bigger fan of the lower dosages, but as Steve said, the ability to adjust, and I would be looking probably adjusting like 50 or 100, Steve, not really going from 4 to 8 or even from 4 to 6. Because again, it, sometimes there's a, uh, and this is the hardcore stuff, because we don't fuck around with this stuff, but we give you, give you the real shit. Guys have, and it's especially guys when they're doing this kind of thing, we have a sort of, well, if half works, then double will work better. If, if one works, then two will work better. And that is not always the case. You don't need to be running grams and grams and grams of product to get in the shape for the summertime. You just need to be doing the right amounts. And I would obviously, Steve and me, for example, just looking at very very quickly, it's 750 milligrams at the lower end. That's less. That's three quarters of a gram. 200, 400, 150. Trend Ace Masteron test. The higher end is only 1.2, and, and that would be a little bit excessive for me personally. But probably the sweet spot for 99% of you guys out there. And again, as a higher dosaging. so somewhere in the middle would almost be perfect, I think. And again, you can adjust 50, 100 milligrams. Pretty much all the way through. Make something else key key point here, guys. And it's one of those mobs of pieces of advice. Keep notes. And if everything else is under control, if again, we will get into it, the diet is on point, the training's on point. You're giving yourself plenty of time. Try to note, whether it's an online training log on one of our forums or whether it's a personal notes that you keep for yourself, how you feel that you're responding. Because when we're giving you advice, we are not you you are you're the person that's looking in the mirror you're the person that's looking to get into shape so i want you for yourself but if you want to put it on the forums, it will help benefit other members that's great you will see changes you say i feel we, we had a guy this morning on one of his training logs i feel amazing today the last couple of workouts have been absolutely fucking brilliant i mean that was literally how he was responding and so you go whatever the fuck he's doing right now is working amazing same thing for you guys. Can you see more of your abs? Are veins popping? Do, do, do your gel, delts start to look gnarly? Have you got that kind of granite thing that we refer to all starting to come through? Make a note of it, because whatever you're doing right now, whatever doses you're doing right now, if you tweak the numbers that we've given you, that's what's working and that's what you need to stick to. I think there's also an thing, especially when it comes to a summer cut, Steve, and especially if you're running this while you're doing your holidays, while you're out there looking good, while you're out there walking around in the pedestals with your top off and showing everybody the work that you're putting, keeping this look. Now, I will say, a of competition diets and, and, and competing bodybuilders, which we're not really talking about, the look that they're aiming for can sometimes be no more than three to four days. Guys, you're looking for a look that's hopefully going to last more than that, not just. You're not gonna have an eight pack all the way through the summertime. Things happen, stuff gets in the way. You, you could go out crazy on the drink one night and whatever else, down on a beach, having a party, whatever. And then you need to put in some work for another couple of days to bring that look back. So again, it's one of the so things that Steve said already that key word is flexibility. Uh, I, I, I need to put some more cardio in for a couple of days to get the abs to pop out and back. I need to cut down on a beer for a couple of days to get the abs to pop out pop out again. It's that kind of stuff. So the ability to up 50 milligrams or hundred milligrams and drop him back. And again, this is for you guys that are looking for this kind of summer cut for flexibility there for me is, is, is perfect. You're keeping these same free drugs and you've got to find a sweet spot for you where it comes, when you start to get the look, when things start to happen and then tweaking it a little bit here and there, back and forth, even if you spent the whole summer, which is incredibly unlikely without having one beer on the beach or one beer in the bar at the hotel or whatever places you're going to and and trying to look good at, and a nightclub and whatever else. Even if you did that whole time, there would still be responses with food. There would still be other things going on. And that's when you can adjust these things up and down again. Now, of course, most guys, when we go away on holiday, looking good for the girls, there will be a beer in there. There will be a shot of something. You will spend, stay up late a couple of times if you're on holiday. That's the nature of these particular things. So the ability to adjust on the fly Knowing how your response, referring to the notes that I've already suggested, is is how I think this is going to work, Steve.
0: So let's get into that a little bit. This is hardcore, but here's yes. the thing: when you're running a steroid cycle, what you do on that cycle obviously is important in terms of your training, in terms of your diet. So we really need to get into that. Well, One so, so let's start on workouts. I'm going to give you some some workout tips um when it comes to your training and then mobster is going to give his and um i definitely want to hear what mobster has to say because mobster works out with a lot of you know ripped guys you know in his gym over the years and mm-hmm. the thing with uh with, with these steroids you got to remember what anabolic steroids do so quality anabolic steroids using a brand like Europharmacies, you're getting top of the line steroids all right so we want to take advantage of them so how do we do that obviously you've got to break the muscle down you got to train that muscle you got to make it where you that those steroids are increasing protein synthesis in your body they're going to make it easy for you to build muscle tissue so we want to definitely wear that muscle down and take advantage of the situation so one of the best ways when you're cutting down Is using a lot of drop sets. And that's something that I love. I love drop sets. I love the burn. You're going to feel a hell of a burn on the stack. The pumps are going to be incredible. Your muscles are going to be hard. You're going to walk out of the gym feeling like a million bucks. You're going to barely on arm day. You're barely going to be able to drive home after (laughs) after this workout on leg day. You're barely going to be able to walk to to walk out of the gym because of the crazy pumps and you're going to have the veins popping out and everything. So it's amazing. So I love drop sets and what drop sets are, for those of you who may not be familiar with drop sets, I'll give you an example of what a drop set would be. Let's say, you know, you're doing your workout and you're on, you know, you're on the, the you're doing some bicep work. Okay. So instead of doing, you know, you're up to you're curling, like say 50 pounds and you're doing about, I'd say, maybe eight reps, okay? Eight good reps at 50 pounds, right? So what you would do is you drop the weight. You drop the weight down to 30 pounds. And then you would just fucking pump the muscle to death. Do 20 reps. So that would be an example of a drop set. And the objective here isn't to be, you know, egotistical. is not going to be showing off. It's not going to be trying to, you know, do a lot of weight. But the objective is just to burn the crap out of that muscle and wear it down to hell. And then these steroids come in and these steroids help kind of use that workout to your advantage. So doing more high rep, low weights is is going to be an option for cutting down as well and really getting that heart rate pumping and getting that that calorie burn during your workout. So instead of going in there and doing two 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 reps every five minutes, like maybe a power lifter might do, in this case, you're going in there and you're doing lots and lots of reps, lots and lots of reps. And you're only taking 30, 45 seconds in between sets. Hell, your muscles don't even have enough time to recover between sets properly. Yeah. You don't care. You're just trying to get in there and do, a, do that hardcore workout and burn all those calories in a short amount of time, get that heart rate up, and that's going to help with your fat burn, and that's gonna help really wear down your muscles and get that pump going to be able to take advantage. So that's just that's just a little tip for you to try drop setting. Maybe those of you listening have never tried drop setting before, but I I personally, I've always loved drop setting since I stopped lifting heavy. So mobster, why don't you get into a little bit of training and then we'll get into the diet on this cycle. I'll
1: give it to you guys. Start to think like a competing bodybuilder. And I've been around competing bodybuilders right up to and including IFBB pros. I've also been around guys that have competed in the world's strongest men. Number one is you've got to put the fucking work in. This is called a hardcore podcast because that's it. You're not going to pussyfoot around. You can't take these drugs and get in shape. You've got to take these drugs and diet and train and get in shape. That's how shit works. There's no sort of magic bean special shoes, lycra fucking fitting shirt, blah, 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 blah. That's gonna suddenly magically make these muscles appear on you. You gotta go out and do the grind. I'll give you an example, Steve, outside of the gym. Uh, that what I'm, I'm referring again, just to the local AFBB pro, doing his daily walk. Like I do, I do my daily steps every single day. He's at a fast pace, faster than mine, because he's looking to be slightly out of breath the whole time. And he's doing this eight, nine o'clock in the morning. Like like the beginning of his working day, he's a professional bodybuilder. So when he was a professional competing bodybuilder, he's out there. And I know the particular route that he was taking. And I believe he's doing a couple of circuits. He was doing a minimum two miles at a pace where he's ever so slightly breathless. Now, guys, I don't want to hear no bullshit excuses about, oh, I haven't got the time. If you've got a dog, walk it faster. If you've got kids, go down to the park with them and walk around the park with them and pull stuff out. Do it in the evening. Key key things, stuff like this, for example, you're tired from the day at work, do it then. Don't wait till you get home because, trust me, you won't want to go out. If you've got one of those exercise bikes, jump on it while you're watching the TV, while you're reading the newspapers, get that stuff in. And it has to be, especially for a summer cut, you're not looking to get in the shape to run a marathon, so you don't need to be going 100 miles an hour. But what you do need to be doing is a sufficient level of cardiovascular work, bike treadmill, on, walking, very low-speed running, any of these things that you do, rowing, uh, a, a, a level where you are getting into that fat metabolism. You're, you're going above and beyond what's not in the diet anymore and getting the body to use up your sources. You can't, for example, well, you could, but you'd have to up the work to a ridiculous level. You could stay on the same damn diet, but you'd have to be doing so much cardio to compensate, it'd be ridiculous. So that that's one. And like I said, thinking like a competing bodybuilder, how do competing bodybuilders get into shape. When we get into the diet, you could look at meal prep and, and, and having small meals. But the only reason you're doing that is so that you don't feel hungry, you don't feel starved. Steve could get you, in, for example, into the fasting side of things. And again, let's, let's go back to the gym again. I've been around, I'll give you a situation here, Steve, as an example, right? Now, we know that I'm a weightlifter, strength athlete. But there were two competing bodybuilders. One was a fitness figure girl, or woman, and one was the IFBB pro. And both, all three of us, are, were I think we was all around eight weeks out from a competition. And for whatever reason, and there might be an argument for alpha maleness bullshit or whatever else. But then, if you're a competing athlete, you're going to have some sort of that kind of attitude going on. The three of us smashing the fuck out of shit changed the vibe in the gym. And to the point where we actually commented something to each other uh, on that particular day that I'm thinking of, where she was doing her stuff, he was doing his thing, I was doing my thing, all at the same time. And here's here's the thing, Steve, and it's kind of you need, again, this competing bodybuilder mentality, because it will help you get into shape. We weren't talking. We were just getting our shit done. It was ugly. It was horrible. It wasn't nice to look at. at. The drop sets that Steve described, they're not nice. I've done them. I've done drop set leg workout back in the day, Steve, that had me sore inside of four hours. I had to go home and lay down on the sofa, and I slept for two hours after the gym, and when I woke up, my legs were sore. That's how fucked up that shit can be. But guys, again, that thinking bodybuilder, that thinking getting into shape mentality, don't just go, oh, I'll get into shape, and then kind of be half-assed. Go full bore on this stuff. Think like a competing bodybuilder. Every single day that you've got between now and the time you hit the beach between now and you hitting the lakes is important. And it's literally every single time you miss a session is a missed opportunity. And that would be my attitude. If I suddenly decided, Steve, one day to come on a forum to say, Mob says gonna get in shape. I'm gonna go from 318 pounds as I am today to 208. You're gonna see some veins. <laughs> Trust me, I better back up my bullshit. And if that's the kind of motivation you guys need, this is it again. This is a difference between our season, wearing a hoodie, covered up, and on the beach in a pair of skimpy shorts, skimpy swimming trunks, whatever, and you're showing every single aspect to your physique to people. So for me, if that was the situation, I would be 100 miles an hour, 101%, with you, Europharmacies backing me up, doing my stuff, head down like I'm going to a comp bodybuilding, like I'm trying to be Mr. Olympia or Mr. Universe. That would be my attitude. And that would reflect on, in my cardio work, getting up, no excuses, get up today, motherfucker, get your fucking ass out the door, get on those steps, chat to people but on, the, on the trot, really, sorry, guys, I've got to get a move on. I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I'm doing a cardio cut. I'm getting ready for the summer time. If they want to talk to me, they've got to keep up with me. Otherwise, we're not stopping we're not having any kind of casual chats. We're doing this. Maybe first thing in the morning, Steve, like five or six o'clock, so that I can avoid people just so I can go out there when my hood up and get my work done. And that's the attitude you need to have. Seriously. And again, it come down to if you're 20%, like Steve says, then it's even more important. If you're 12%, not so much because you've done most of the work already. My in-gym attitude would be the same. And you're not going to suddenly add pounds of muscle. That's really what, for me, the off season is all about. You will add some muscle, and that's where the anabolic properties of these drugs is going to work. But as much as that, you're looking to polish. I think the phrase that's been used in bodybuilding magazines before, Steve, and back in the day, and even on videos now, it's that kind of rough diamond to a cut diamond. The diamond is the thing, it's it's, it's the hardest stone. You want to be that diamond but you're bringing out the cuts, you're bringing out the detail. So for me in the gym, it might be looking for small show muscles, bringing my pecs up a tiny bit, bringing my shoulders up a tiny bit, getting my waist down, obviously lowering my body fat, learning how to flex at the end of a workout. There's there's another one, guys. Why do you think bodybuilders do it? They're not just practicing for the actual point of exhibiting their stuff on stage, vis-a-vis... I forgot what they had to pose in, I not remember what the word was. but are not just posing because that's what they need to do on stage for the judges to be judged. One of the things that posing, that literally flexing your biceps, flexing your chest after a chest workout and so on and so forth, does, is it has the added thing of separating, bringing out those lines between the muscle, the pec, delt, tie-in, the bicep, tricep, tie-in. Those things start to separate. You start to see those details, but it also vis-a-vis using... Uh, your a uh, master on will harden your muscles it will give them that look is that not the case steve so you bring up something about posing
0: to stomach vacuuming i recommend every yes. morning stomach vacuuming because that's really going to help with your posture so that when you're walking down the beach your gut isn't sticking out but instead yeah. people can see your abs and you can basically you know learn learn to suck in do some stomach vacuuming if you don't know what that is look it up online and that that will really help so your gut isn't sticking out so um one more note on that Momster. we gotta we gotta talk diet and we're gonna we're gonna kind of uh also get back into the steroid talk more toward the end as well because there's some stuff we need to go over
1: yeah i'm just thinking of the on the stomach vacuuming thing that steve mentioned the late rich Piana did actually a very good thing in terms of uh, uh one of his tips i think he did a series of tip videos. And one of his better tip videos was to do with a vacuum. And he had himself literally before bed, I was a, thing, a video that seems to stick in my mind, he was upstairs outside his bedroom in the hallway and he was doing like 15 minutes of vacuums or 15 minutes of just really light dumbbell tricep work or something like that. And the idea for him was, especially with the vacuums, it was bringing that stomach under control because again, it was all about 280, 290 pounds or whatever the hell was rich beyond weight back in the day. But having your stomach stick out makes you look out of shape. You could be ripped on everything because you've got that weird-looking stomach. So he said, quite properly, I've got an exhibition, you know, 5% nutrition, going to be at this place, we're going to be doing this, that, and the other. He wants to have that stomach under control. He wants to look freaky. You guys, again, I would be so disappointed if I was ripped to the bone, if I'd done all the hard work and cardio, et cetera, et cetera, in the gym, and then I was walking around with my stomach hanging out. So it's It's just one of those things, guys. If you can get that stomach under control and you can practice the vacuums and you can do what Rich used to do, then your physique's going to have that look. You're just going to look like a guy who's ready for the beach. That's what this is about. Right, Steve, so touch on the stuff you want to touch on now.
0: Yeah, so diet, very, very important. Um, When it comes to using Tremblone, Tremblone is a very potent nutrition partitioner. So what you put in your body is going to get sucked into the muscle like crazy. So really time-restricted feeding, fasting, may not be your best option while you're on trembolone. But what is a good option on trembolone is good carbs um, and spreading your carbs. So what I like to do in this situation when I'm on trem is sweet potatoes and brown rice. Those are your bread and butter. Keep those good carbs in your system because when you work out, your body is going to be very depleted. That trend is going to do a lot of nutrition partitioning. So learn the difference between bad carbs and good carbs. Okay, fruit is also a good carb. Go crazy on the fruit. Fruit is wonderful with trend because fruit is a lot of water, a lot of fiber. It's going to help your digestion. It's going to help your hydration. I'm a big advocate for fruit. So learn the difference between a cake for your carbs or fruit for your carbs. there a no difference between ice cream for your carbs or brown rice for your carbs. There is a difference between good carbs and ga- bad carbs. So yeah, yeah. When, when you're on the trend, like I said at the beginning of the show, I've seen people even who have no clue how to diet take trend and have tremendous results. But really, you know, if you have your diet on point, your results are going to be doubly tremendous. So if you if you can get away with eating bad on trend, eating good on trend, you're going to feel so much better and you're going to look so much better. So your diet needs to be on point. I would still try to do some type of time-restricted feeding, maybe a 16-8 schedule where you're feeding an eight-hour window and you're fasting in a 16-hour window. Try that. See if you can get away with it on trend. You may on some days need to switch it to more of a 12-12 schedule. But if you can, if you could stick to more time-restricted eating, where you're eating a six to eight hour window, that, that, would, that would definitely help your fat burning process. And remember, calories in, calories out is a true thing, guys. It is a true thing. But remember, when you reduce your calories, you also reduce the amount of calories that are coming out. So you'll kind of be chasing your tail if you just follow you know, a cookie cutter, calorie in, calorie out diet of eating in a 200 calorie deficit every day, yada, yada, yada. Focus on the foods you're eating is my point. Focus on the good quality yeah. foods you're eating, feed those muscles, because when you're on trend, you're going to be able to feed those muscles tremendously well. And you know? also, all right, Monster, yeah, touch on that a little bit.
1: I'm thinking of a couple of things here. It's the real simple stuff, and we've actually addressed this before, again, on the forums. And it's that kind of bodybuilder mentality stuff. When I mean competing bodybuilder mentality rather than just bodybuilders per se, right? So simple stuff like, uh, let's go back to some of the thing, foods that Steve's mentioned. Take the dressing out, seriously. So instead of adding dressings to your fruits and your vegetables, to your to your potatoes and to your starches, reduce the reduce the dressings to a minimum or remove them completely. So you know, for example, Steve, I tea yesterday one of the things I had was some freshly grown uh, potatoes, which is a great carbohydrate, like starchy sauce. But I actually added some mustard and some mayo. Now I can do that because I'm not on a summer cut. Guys, you would have it the other way around. You'd prepare your potatoes exactly the same as I did, but you would re- either grow a low fat mayo or reduce something reduced or completely remove that. So you're taking out the sauces, your pasta, for example. And again, it would completely depend on the pasta and how it's made. No pasta sauces, especially none of the creamy pasta sauces. And this is dead simple stuff. I mean another way which we have talked about when it comes to diet again, and especially if you're competing bodybuilder, but in here doing a summer cut, you're talking about spicing up foods. So those foods which are plain, you can spice. That's not a problem. You can add peppers, you can add uh, seasonings, but you're not adding sauces. You're not adding anything kind of fattening. If you if you fry anything, it's air fried. It's not deep fried. It's not shallow fried. It's air fried. It's minimal stuff. So these are real simple things. I mean, there's absolutely no excuse not to have your food tasty at the same time. And again, with the meal prep thing that I mentioned already, that's the meal prep is it's kind of one of those do I or don't I uh, guys, and I've and I actually made the show notes on this before. You've got absolutely no excuse for not knowing how to cook, not in this day and age, not with videos and podcasts like this that you can refer to. However, if you're crazy, crazy busy, times are really a big issue, wherever else. You can either meal prep at the weekends, like we've discussed in on the forums before, or you can use a meal prep company and they will do cutting meal preps as well as bulking meal preps. I mean, bulking meal preps for me would just be two meals instead of one. But, you know, a cutting meal prep and it will be things like broccoli, have some chicken breast in there with no skin on, a little tiny bit of seasoning. It's 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 guys. I don't want you moaning and groaning about, you know, you're hungry all the time. Or you can only eat certain foods if they're kind of sugar to within an inch of their life, seasoned and oiled and God knows what else. Because, again, it's one of those things, no bullshit, hardcore. Why do we say that? Because we're saying you've got to put the work in. You've got to put the work in when there's a knife and a fork and a spoon in your hand, the same as when you're down the gym. There's no point going out and going spending hundreds of dollars on a cycle and then eating like a pig and expecting magic to happen. It doesn't work like that. So it's 1,001% that you have to do all these things all at the same time. Personally, if Steve or I were coaching you, again, we would have you thinking about stuff like this in the winter while you're bulking, while you're adding the pounds of muscle, while you're getting stronger. And at the end of that, we would start to think about cutting down. I'd probably do a free stage, Steve. I'd probably have you like on a massive bulk, power lift, strong man type training program in the depths of winter when you're wrapped up getting your squat and your bench and your deadlift and your big lifts up. And then as the summer starts to come we get into the spring, starting to reduce uh, your diet, starting to change your diet, starting to increase your cardio, starting to look at your exercises in your training workouts to reflect the fact that you're looking to put some caps on your delts, make your triceps pop and so on and so forth. And then when the summer comes with this cycle from your pharmacies, then we will be going right now is the time to polish and shine and really cut into that dumb and get all the facets of your, your physique on display. So literally, it, we're talking about, let's say that summer is eight weeks, Steve. That's another 46 weeks of work. So as so I said, 44 weeks of work. So all those weeks of work, we want this stuff to look good. I want to be ripped. I want my veins popping. If I'm a vascular guy, I want my abs on display. I want that tiny, tiny waist. So we do that. I mean, keyword, i literally wrote down and underlined it, down on two, two, two phrases here. One was literally hard work, underlined, and the other one is a sense of need. For me, I would treat this like a competition cycle. I would literally say, right, I'm going to be in shape for the beach. I'm going to be in shape for the lakes. I'm going to be in shape for the summertime. And it'd be like a mantra for me, Steve. I'd have it pinned up on the wall like it's a competition thing. I want to win the Mr. Olympia. No, I want to be in shape for the summer. It would be a mantra. Almost, almost kind of obsessive for me to do these particular things. Because, guys, once you're there, once you've made it, once you've hit it, get those pictures up, take some photographs, be proud of what you've done, and have everything, all that work on display. Can you imagine? Steve It's going to be like a fairy godmother, except you did the work. It's going to be wave, chill, wave a magic wand, and suddenly you're in shape. No, I did that damn work, and now I'm in shape proud of what i've done in shape looking good tanned work on your skins guys work on a pre-tan before you hit the beach look at other stuff that you can do get your hair cut Got all those things again like a competition because now you're gonna, you're going to be the guy arriving at a beach with a six-pack with your hair all nice and tidy, with a pre-pre-pre-beached tan on the go you look like you were born there. You're gonna look like a surfer. You're gonna look like it's a duel. And trust me, if it's a competition in life, not on stage, you're already gonna be looking like a winner. You're gonna be hitting that beach with the right clothes on, thinking, God damn, I'm glad I did this. Cause look how I look. Look how those girls are checking me out. Come on, Steve, what do you think?
0: Yeah, at the end of the day, this I'm really excited, man, <laughs> about this cycle. I wanna hit yeah. it too. I want to hit it hard. So definitely, um, you know, we have to also discuss some of the side effects. We discussed it earlier in this podcast, uh, the pumps. uh, The pumps can get pretty brutal on this stack. So taurine is a really good option for you. Another thing that can get really tough is their cholesterol levels. Your blood pressure can skyrocket. So one of the best things you can do for that is make sure you're taking your support supplements. Um, And also before you start this cycle, Always make sure that your numbers are where they should be. In other words, don't hop on this cycle when your cholesterol levels are already bad. Don't hop on this cycle if your blood pressure is already bad. You want to make sure you normalize everything first and then do it. One of the tricks that I like to do ahead of a trend cycle like this, okay, especially a cycle like this where you're really, you know, you're really going to hit it hard, is I like to trim down as much as I can before I start it. So I'll do a lot of long distance cardio. It's called LSD, long, slow distance. I'll go, I'll get my headphones on, I'll get some running shoes on, or I'll just go barefoot around like a soccer field and just run for 45 minutes, or I'll run through a a bike trail or something like that, where it's fun. There's a lot of elevation, there's, there's woods, it's just, it's not boring. And what that does is it boosts your cardio ahead of this, Because when you're on this, the trend is absolutely going to murder your cardio. So that's a trick that I like to do. So before you start this ahead of it, like a month ahead of it, you want to up your cardio and really get into the best shape of your life. And then this way you start things. Another side effect, mobster. before I bring you back, insomnia. And that's a big complaint on Tremblone. And it's a big complaint during the summer. I mean, look, what's happening with climate change, it's getting hotter and hotter and hotter every year, the summers get hotter and hotter, our air conditions break, we're sweating already during the summer like crazy. And you go on trend, trend is going to make you sweat more. So you run the risk of somnia, as they call it. So what I said earlier, spreading out your carbs is going to help taking some carbs before bed is going to help. And also another trick. I think, too, is getting a a good dual current DC fan and pointing it at you, not at your face while you sleep, because you don't want to dry your sinuses, but make sure it's pointed at your body. And that's going to help keep you cool at night. That's going to help. um, That's going to help with your insomnia at night and make sure, you know, your bedding is always clean. Make sure, you know, and, um, you know, Sleep naked. I mean, on trend. I mean, I I hate to say it. It's maybe not the most um, clean thing to do, but but you might want to sleep naked on trend just to, and get a light sheet as your blanket, you know, just to keep yourself a little cool on these hot summer nights that we experience uh, these days. And, you know, at the end of the day, those are the side effects. Did I miss any side effects, mobster? What, What are your thoughts
1: on this? No, I'm just going to say this basically about managing the side effect, guys. We, we we have occasionally, and, and it's kind of crazy that we still get this, we occasionally have someone said, oh, I've just started taking X, and X will be typically trend, and I'm having lots of issues with it, and you go, right, motherfuckers. Again, this is a hardcore podcast. We don't fuck around. Why have you used a drug that you know or should have known comes with side effects if you didn't? then you didn't do your research. Guys, research isn't five minutes on Google. Research is reading, listening to these podcasts. It's reading our articles. It's knowing that there are side effects. So again, even without this cycle, if you did a summer cut with just training and just diet and cardio, your metabolism will speed up. It speeds up in the summertime anyway. And what that means is that there will be a small but slight and noticeable increase in your body will be burning food more. It will be metabolizing more, which will wake you warm up. that's why we all struggle in the summertime, especially if we're out of shape. But even when we're in shape in the summertime, trying to get the sleep of the nighttime and so on. And again, things like, Steve, watching your stims late in the day, when you're dosing the drugs, when you train, I prefer to train in the morning. Guys, if you train at nighttime, again, this is significant. Up to four hour window post training with a small but slight increase in your metabolism, it'd be that much harder to go to bed. On the other hand, if you smashed it in the gym, you should be tired because of the stuff. Steve said, for example, I mean, I might have a, a glass of cold water, iced water, even better, by the side of my bed and that cooling fan, a single sheet covering my body, things like this. It's just knowing that the side effects are going to occur and mitigating them the stuff that steve mentioned earlier on with the cholesterol that's going to be managed by a good diet so have your diet on point and again that's going to come down if uh, just stuff with the cholesterol again if you are as steve says you do that run up four weeks six weeks eight weeks a preparatory uh, cardio and then keeps the cardio going while it's difficult and again specifically on the trend you're going to manage it as best you possibly can your ancillaries are going to report you can get some ancillaries performance-enhancing drugs, et cetera, specifically from your pharmacies, and in stuff like N2Guard, et cetera, elsewhere. These are the things that you're gonna to want to help you with that kind of those kind of fees. If any other issues with side effects above and beyond what you'd expect, you come on the forum, check us out, and we'll try to give you the answers. You've got people that respond to you quite well, uh, repping already for your pharmacies that will give you advice on these things uh, f- for that particular reason. And making sure, as we said already, if it's from a trusted source like your pharmacies, you know what you're going to get, you know what to expect. If it's not a trusted source and you don't know what you're taking, then you might get side effects that aren't you know, aren't mentioned and aren't anticipated and for that particular reason. So, yeah, I mean, Steve, uh, as, as Steve says, especially when it comes to training and, and, and the way that it hits your cardio, it's going to be one of those things I want to be kind of ready in advance. So that is definitely useful advice there, Steve. What else before we finish off? So this stack, look, at the end of the day, tremendous stack,
0: Europharmacies, Tremblone acetate, propane, propionate, testosterone propionate, maybe the best cycle you'll ever run, especially for yeah. recomping, especially for cutting. So make sure you're able to take advantage of it. Don't let outside distractions get to you. Focus 100% uh-huh. of it and make sure you're using Europharmacies. Don't waste your time with an inferior brand. And then you're gonna come crying five weeks into it when your results just aren't there. So this was episode, uh, Evolutionary Hardcore Podcast 2.0, episode one. Thanks for listening. We will talk to you guys on the next episode, so keep an eye on it, take care. And Mobster, take us in a disclaimer.
1: Please note, we are not doctors and the opinions on these shows are hours and hours alone. It is our view and based on our experience, And views on the topic. Our podcasts are for informational purposes and entertainment only, the freedom of speech and the First Amendment.